Finally, the door to her room opened. She opened her eyes. Father stood outside. Shalon could make out a crumpled form beyond him, lying on the floor of the hallway. Minara, the serving maid. Her body didn't lie right. One arm bent at the wrong angle. Her figure stirred, whimpering, leaving blood on the wall as she tried to crawl away. Father entered Shalon's room and shut the door behind him. You know I would never hurt you, Shalon, he said softly. She nodded, tears leaking from her eyes. I've found a way to control myself, her father said. I just have to let the anger out. I can't blame myself for that anger. Others create it when they disobey me. I would not want to have to punish anyone else because of you, Shalon, her father said. This cold monster. Was this really her father? Heroes of presents Stormpod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 2, Words of Radiance. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters 47 and 48 of Words of Radiance. Make sure that you are up to date on your reading or that you have picked the right episode. We wouldn't want you to miss any of the fun. Also, we opened a store with Tee Public. If you're interested in any StormPod merch, please make sure you check the show notes for the link. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and you definitely don't want to know what I had to pay to get him out of his gambling debts. It's Jashu. What's up? <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? I am good, man. Um, so your name is not Jashu. Um, you're no, Jack. No, it's not Joshu. Uh, but it, it, I, thought, it, it, I thought it would be very funny <laughs> to, to you know compare you to the younger brother of Shalon, or the older brother of Shalon, Jushu. <laughs> Jushu. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's my... That's, that's my Stormlight uh, alternative name. Yeah, it's Jashu. <clears throat> perfect. perfect. Uh, although I think in the second episode of this whole thing, when we first did uh, the Way of Kings, I think I called you Jacqueline, like uh, uh, Kaladin, but uh, I put a J. Oh, ja- I like Jaladin. I like. I think I called I like, you Jaladin or something like that. Jacqueline. Ja- I don't know. I like Jacqueline. That's a long time ago. That's like a year and a half ago or something. So. Um, so how that's, you been, buddy? That's a, whole, that's a whole book ago. Well, I've been terrible. So yeah, I, give us an update on what's going on. I haven't on. seen you. Well, I mean, I haven't seen, we, have, we haven't recorded in a long time. It's been like seven because weeks, I've been, <clears throat> I've been very, very sick. Yeah. Yeah. So I got terribly, terribly sick. Um, test, tested negative for the, uh, the, uh, virus. Um, but I have been told that that's more than likely what I, what I caught and it went into a viral pneumonia. Right. And I've been really struggling to, uh, get over that. So it's been, um, it's going to be interesting. My voice is, uh, might be a little different. Mm -hmm. 
my energy level certainly might be a little different. Um, but we'll we'll see we'll see if we can spice it up. I am I am I am really excited to be back recording with you because it's been a big part of our lives, right. and then it just got put on put on hold, right? For such a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I haven't. It's like this has been over Christmas, and, yeah. And it's, it's been a while. New Year, so it's funny because we spent yeah. uh, we spent two weeks together in November <laughs> recording furiously. In two weeks right, span, right. we did five episodes to create this backlog <clears throat> a backlog for us to be able to do the Sander Lynch at the end of the book, which is right. you know what everyone wants from us. They always they sure, always want yeah. these two episodes a week to end the uh, right. end the thing, which is great because we love doing that too. But now because we took so long to record and we had to dip into our backlog a little bit to be able to get going. Um, we're not sure exactly how the end of the series, how the, we're going to pull off the sand. Yeah. We're not sure how we're going to do this, but yeah. um, keep, uh, keep, oh, we'll know. keep you posted. I'm, I'm so sorry, buddy. No, no, it's all good. I mean, like I'm, you know, we're just going to have to go with it. I, we, what I think we might end up having to do is drop down to a po- point where we're like recording uh, and releasing the week of, so it'll be more in tune right, with what tight, people yeah. are, you know what I mean? Like it'll be more reflective yeah, yeah. of where, where we <laughs> yeah. are. So we'll see. I mean, it might end yeah. up turning out really great and yeah. then we'll do it like that from now on. So we'll see. Right. But, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, a disclaimer at the beginning of the show, um, uh, Jack's n- not feeling well. And so I'm going to try <laughs> to edit this as well as we can, right. but, um, we, you know, try oh, to keep coughing. things, well, we try to keep <laughs> things as live and as real as possible, but, uh, mm-hmm. you might notice that there might be some over editing <laughs> in this episode and maybe for the next few episodes could be to come, so. mm-hmm. yeah but uh yeah i'm glad to be, okay, to be so back dude like we're this is great let's let's do this i'm so excited chapter 47 is where we left off yes and this is titled feminine wiles which i think is a great title yeah you want to read us the epigraph <clears throat> we do there? begin with a little yeah we have we have a little quote from uh words of radiance at the very beginning yet were the orders not disheartened by so great a defeat for the light weavers provided spiritual sustenance. They were enticed by those glorious creations to venture on a second assault. I love that it's uh, that these light weavers provided spiritual sustenance. That's what I chewed on a little bit there. Yeah, I like that too. Um, it sounds like the the attack was <clears throat> um, was not going well, and that the, the, whoever right. wrote this is saying that the light weavers gave them something in order to be able to go again and attack again. Like you know, she's like right. the bard that the light weaver sounds like they <laughs> they took a short rest, and uh, they're right. the bard who played the song of rest and gave them a little bit of HP to be able to go on and and continue the fight. <clears throat> it, it'd be interesting to know more about what the, what these light weavers are actually doing. Right. I mean, providing spiritual sustenance. You know, I mean, sustenance is something you ingest. Right, right. But right? T- like, let's, so, let's think about it with Shalon's point of, from Shalon, because she's right. a light weaver. Or she's a light could weaver. be a light weaver, as we think, we, right? She's yeah. exhibiting some of their powers. Do you think Shalon has done anything like this? Has she provided spiritual sustenance to anybody? Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think she's provided inspiration, but that's through her art. Right. And I, I think but that that's could not... be comparable, right? <clears throat> well, that's, I mean, it's certainly, it's certainly inspirational. I mean, right. she has affected lives with her depictions. Mm-hmm. She's made like her... people around her right. see that they could be more than what they are. Right. And then it's manifesting. It's actually changing their lives. Right. And they're, they're becoming so, different people there. <clears throat> maybe they are venturing on a second assault of their own lives. People who have mm. given up on themselves. She's given right. them 
a reason to keep keep going and uh, you know hold your head up high. Uh, is that mm-hmm. spiritual sustenance? I don't know, but it's definitely something she's doing. Well, it's. I mean, I was really fascinated by that. Um, the chapter starts out with Shalon saying it, it doesn't make any sense. She's talking to Pattern, and she says these maps are baffling. Right. So she's going over these maps with with Pattern. And Pattern's like, mm. he's looking <laughs> looking for patterns, you know, waiting to chew on some. Um, Always. So she's she's kneeling beside Yasna's trunk. She, they're looking at this map of Roshar. Yeah. And it's showing the Silver Kingdoms as they had supposedly, it says here, as they had supposedly existed during the time of the Night's Radiant. Right. I like how it says supposedly. We've seen a map like that before, which Mm -hmm. is a map that does not reflect the current Roshar, but is a map that I think might've been in Way of Kings. It's not in um, Words of Radiance, but it's a map that shows what the countries looked like before. And it says Alethala, not Alethkar. And it says- Alethkar. Yeah, all that stuff, right? So- so yeah, it's interesting that she's looking at the map that we probably got a chance to see in the previous book. Right. And she says, Urthiru, it wasn't in Alethkar or Alethala, mm-hmm. as it had been known at the time. The map put it in the middle of the mountains near what might have been modern Yaakoved. Right. Which is really interesting, <clears throat> so right? That's, so that's really interesting. And, she, and then she says, how could they not know where their capital was? The center of the orders of the knights? Why does every map argue with its fellows? And then Pattern just says, mm, perhaps many had heard of it, but never visited. Cartographers as well, she says, and the kings who commissioned these maps? Surely some of them had been to the place. Why on Roshar would it be so difficult to pinpoint? They wished to keep its location secret, perhaps. Right. So that could be. Mm-hmm. It's very, very astute of a pattern to bring it up. The, the other thing I like yeah. here is that, you know, it says, I don't know if it's about to say it. I think it said it already that the, um, the Alvkar was too big on this map. Way too big than what it really is in right, real life. Right, But we do that too in our world. That reminds- North America the, is the way Mercadian, bigger. On, yeah, exactly. Well, it, it, on the Mercadian map, so Canada, our, our country, yeah. looks huge yeah. on the- <laughs> Yeah. And it- it isn't as vast as it looks no, on the map. I, the maps <laughs> so make when, it when look, you look way at bigger, the, yeah. Right, right. That's it. So um, the Great Canadian North is not... It's not... It's quite... It's great, it's but still it's not great. that great. It's not that great. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, she says, well, if that's the case, they did too good a job of it. Yeah. And then she, then she goes on to say, each shows Urethiru in a different location, which this I thought was really neat. So I, I had, I had several thoughts through this whole this little exchange here. Um, when, when she's like, how come nobody knew where, like, how could it be that nobody knows where, where it was? Right. Even these cartographers. So it felt like Ben Kenobi looking for the planet that, that he had lost and he goes to... <laughs> Yoda, and then and then the little class says, "Well, because some, somebody erased it from the records, right?" And that's and that's pattern saying, "Well, because they wanted to keep it secret, right, right, right." So it's offering this little answer, and then the other thing is that with it potentially being in different places, that reminded me of the film Krull, where the where the castle is like transporting around, right? And so maybe it's like a moving target, right? So I'm very fascinated, a lot more, <clears throat> just from these 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 couple of pages. 
about Urethiru now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm even more I'm in more intrigued than I than I already was. The other theory that I would posit about Urethiru being in the d- d- different locations is that these yeah. locations are being depicted by different people from different places, and they want right. Urethiru to be in their country because right. it brings you know glory and all that stuff. So sure. oh no, no Urethiru yeah. is in Azir. It's no, here. it's, it's in o- Yakavet. It's over no, here. It's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so maybe it's just perspective and hubris, or yeah, th- you know, I think uh, that has a lot to ego. do. With yeah, yeah. So it, it could be that too. I, I went for the physicality, right. like if it's this actually like, like moving. This like is a like moving... scholars writing down <clears throat> these secret yeah. texts at the end of interviews to say, this is what I really think about it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, uh, Urethira is really over here, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My favorite caveat to put in, to put in any, any of the texts is like, well, according to the scriptures, it, it was like this. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a really awesome um, part here that comes <clears throat> up with the language. Uh, Different languages sorry? on each pattern said, hmm, there are patterns yeah, yeah. here. There are patterns, right, right. Yasna had told her that several of them were thought to have been written in the Dawn chant, which right. was a dead language. <clears throat> and then pattern says here, Bahard and King, something I do not understand. Order, perhaps. Map, yes, that would likely be map. So the next is perhaps to draw. And he says, draw, draw something I do not understand. And she says, well, you're reading it? And he says, well, it is a pattern. You're reading the Dawn chant. And he says, not, not well. Not well. <laughs> and then well. she's like, and she's like, well, you're reading the Dawn chant. She's, <clears throat> she's blown away by this, I think. Yeah. And then she says, um, be, be, is it Behardin, this, this king? Be, Behardin? Behardin? Bayardin. Bayardin? Bayardin. Bayardin, you said? Maybe Bayardin. Or he, she says, maybe Bajardin, Nohadon himself. Right. We and know then he that, says, we know that. Bajardin, Nohadon, must people have so many names, he says? Yeah. And she says one is honorific. His original name wasn't considered symmetrical enough. Well, I guess it wasn't really symmetrical at all. So the Ardens gave him a new one centuries ago. Right. So Nohadon is like a title that <clears throat> the Ardents have given him. That wasn't right. his real name, but we literally for a whole book and a half have assumed right. that Nohadon was his name. Was his we name, even yeah. saw Dalinar in a vision talk to the guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, Bingo was not his name o No. <laughs> no. It wasn't his name o at all. No, Bingo. It wasn't. it wasn't. We just gave him Bingo because he had this other title and we and didn't it like didn't it. didn't sound good enough and we want him to go <clears> Bingo. <throat> the, remember the, um, the Don chant is also um, what Dalinar speaks when he's in his visions and Navani's been writing down right. everything he says because right. in a way he's able, they're able to start translating the Don chant. Wait, do, does Novani understand the Don chant? No, but because of what he says in his, while he's laying there, and then what yeah. he tells her he said in his visions, she's able mm. to line up some of those words and right. start slowly dice- deciphering what it means. Piecing it together? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a slow process. Well, but- they... They got to put, they, we, we need pattern and Navani to get together. <laughs> you think? <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> yeah, that's the first that's thing I that. thought was like, yeah. man, they got to have an introduction here. They got, yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's really, really cool. Um, but then he says, or pattern says, but the new one isn't symmetrical either. And she says, well, the H uh, sound can be for any letter. Right. I think that's going to be a clue. Well, that's kind of, that informs all the names we've seen. Right. In... H can be any letter. Yeah. Yeah, like we, I um, I actually have a list in our info dump later of some of the H okay. ed- names that we have H come names? across so far, and we'll kind of go over them again and see if whether or not that works. Whatever this uh, H sound so is, is, is makes things uh, symmetrical. Is Shalon's name going to be Spallon? Is that Spallon? Spallon. Your name is really Spallon? Is yours really Spallon? It's even less uh, symmetrical now. <laughs> or is there going to be like two S's, like Salon. <laughs> She's speaking. Her parents spoke parcel tongue. No, I, I really like this. Uh, yeah, parcel tongue. I like. I like this. Uh, this H thing. I really do because this. You know, I have a feeling that this is going to change a few things. I, I'm. I'm hoping for that. Um, in the. In the. Uh, in the names that we've come accustomed to and then, or that I've come, so you, you, you might already know having what, two more books on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so you might know a few things. Um, but I think that's really, really cool. It so, is really neat. Yeah. If, if, if you have a list and if you can drop a few hints to me, throw them in my way, if you know anything about that, that'd be great. That'd be super cool. That'd be, but, that'd be really uh, totally against our whole format of our show. That'd be really, cause, because otherwise all I have right now is Spallon and it's not that great. All right. So she says, um, that the H can be any other word, any any other letter, and then I think it's pattern that responds that one can't just pretend that a word is symmetrical when it isn't. Mm-hmm. She ignores him. She though. says we, yeah, she ignores him, and she says we need to see how much of the Don chant you can translate. I did not read it. He, pattern says I postulated a few words, the name I would translate because of the sounds of the cities above. But those aren't written in the Don Chant, she says. The scripts are derived from one another, Pattern says, obviously. Yeah. So obvious that no human scholar has ever figured it out? You are not as good with patterns, he says. Right. You are abstract. You think in lies and tell them to yourselves. That is fascinating, but it is not good for patterns. I love that. I know it's interesting, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Shalon rounded the bed and slipped a book from the pile, and um, it was a scholar. This is we've heard this name before. This is not the first Ali, time we've heard this name. Ali, daughter Hasweth of Shinovar, mm-hmm. the Shin the Shin scholars and their perspectives, which were different and very frank. Yeah. <clears throat> so she found the passage that she wanted. Yasna had highlighted it. Um, and sent out for the full, she had sent out for this full book. So burial stipend to her was, was coming in handy. Yeah. Um, Vatha and Gaz by her request had spent the last few days visiting book merchants asking to get a copy of the words of radiance. Remember that we've lost the words of radiance that was given to her in the boat, um, sinking of the boat. So she, you know, we've been reading these, uh, these excerpts, these, um, (laughs) these epigraphs from words of radiance, but Shalon herself doesn't actually have the book anymore. So 
Yeah, so she's actively looking for it, and she's she's, so she's actively trying to get it. Yeah. Um, is that scholar going to come up, come up again, Ali? Well, it's it's not. She's not her? super important in that way, mm-hmm. but that we. This is not the first time we've heard this name, so it's nice that uh, 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 that Mr. Sanderson is reusing the same scholar because it makes it more lived in. It makes it more real. Like her her works are important, and and I, I like that a lot. That's really cool. The next the next sentence here, I just want to talk about <clears throat> just a bit. Um, so she's she's looking for a copy of the Words of Radiance. She's using her stipend. She's using Vath and Gaz to her yeah. to her advantage. Um, one merchant had said that had claimed, I guess, that he might be able to get a copy of the Words of Radiance uh, from Kolinar. Why do you think that is? Um, like like why why upon request would it be Kolinar? that you could get a copy of this book. Well, Kolinar what, is the, the capital city of Alethkar, right? Right, yeah. And so th- all these people are all mm-hmm. all uh, Alethi. So, they, so mm-hmm. it would make sense that this merchant would be like, well, I don't have it in my stores here, but I'm sure I could find someone in Kolinar who has it and order it for right. you. Right, yeah, yeah. So. My, my only concern there was whoever has the, you know, the copies or the ability to reproduce uh, this text also has the ability to change it. We know that this is definitely um, an issue with a lot of the books and scrolls and all the stuff that they have in this time period is that they can't trust a lot of it because it's been changed by, because the hierarchy or, or whatever, right. right? So that's one of the reasons why it's so important for them to find Urethiru is because there'll be texts that are unchanged by time. Right. Right. She yeah, says Urethiru was the connection to all nations, she says. And so this times, is from the, uh, this is from the book that she just p- picked, the Ali Daughter Haswith, yeah. Right, from the Shin Writer. Yeah. And at times our only path to the outside world with its stones unhallowed. What does that mean to you, she says to Pattern? It means what it says, that Urethira was well connected. Roads, perhaps. Yeah. What are your thoughts there? Roads on or stones unhallowed. Well, uh, so on so so stones being of of significant reverence to the Shin as we've right. experienced with Zeth, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so but stones unhallowed meaning not walked. They not tread. Like stones the stone the stones that make up the roads that lead there have not been walked. Have not been tread upon. Right. They've been unhallowed. Uh, that's that's what it means. That feels like it means to me, right? Is that there are many right. roads there, but they have not been walked. And then she well, says, maybe, yeah. She says here, she's like, I've always read the phrase metaphorically connected in purpose, in thought, and scholarship. Phrase metaphor, right? And he says, ah, he says lies. <laughs> can I? Can, can, I I'm you know <laughs> I have a little something to say here. Um, <laughs> go go it, ahead. <laughs> Pattern <clears throat> pattern throws out lies too much, I think. Um, it, not everything is a lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it makes me think of when I was younger. My mom is um, a lesbian and came out when I was about six. I grew mm. up in a household full of, uh, uh, not full, but like of lesbians and, and, and gay men. So I was raised in the, in the community. Um, and my mom had this thing that she would do where she would 
<laughs> she would not accuse, but she would call out um, famous people for being lesbians that she th- she thought were secret lesbians. So I remember distinctively <laughs> watching Ghost and my mom going, turning yeah. and going, you know, Demi Moore, secret lesbian. And I'm like, what do you mean she's a secret lesbian? <laughs> she's in, she she's married to Bruce Willis, I think. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't matter. She's like, I was she's like, I was married to your father, and I was a secret lesbian. <laughs> and she she you know she would say, yeah, Demi Moore, secret lesbian. And I'm like, <clears throat> what? And she's like, yeah, you can tell because she has no no chemistry with Patrick Swayze. I'm like, no, there's tons of chemistry there. And then she would say something like, she's got more chemistry than with Whoopi Goldberg, which honestly could be true. Um, but. I remember her doing this. So I remember her doing this throughout With my childhood. All kinds of celebrities. So, like, you know, when Pattern says mm, lies, and he's just, you know, he's just calling out lies when he thinks he right. sees one. My mom did the same right. thing, just calling out secret lesbians when she thought she saw them. Like, I remember we That's watched the, 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 you know, the, um, the bodyguard, and she would say, you know, Whitney Houston, secret Whitney lesbian, Houston. and that ended up being I, true. So my that ended up being true. Yeah, my mom I, yeah. was onto something. I guess I don't know. Like, she, she, Maybe she, she called it on Whitney. She called she it called out. It on yeah. Whitney. So every time I hear him go, mm, lies, I always <laughs> lies. think of my mom going, mm, secret lesbian. I was like, secret. no, mom, not everyone's a secret lesbian. Not everything's a lie pattern. Not everything's a lie. Not everything is a lie. Well, what? She, well, well, she she responds to that. What if it's not a metaphor? What if it's like what you say? She says connected, but not by roads. Yeah. Some of these maps don't have any roads leading to Irithero at all. They all place it in the mountains or at least the hills. And he says, mm, but I couldn't help but say, roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> yeah, of course. Where we're going at dude. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It's totally that. I was like, this is awesome. And roads untraveled, I'm like, well, that's because we don't need roads where we're going. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. We travel to a different future where we don't need to tread upon these roads any longer. So what you're saying is they you, the way to Urthiru is through a flying DeLorean is what you're I saying. I am saying that Marty and the Doc are going to show up in this in series. Words of that's my oh that's my, my official new prediction. That's okay. Is that we'll, somewhere we'll in get, the stormlight? We'll get Joel to write that down and we'll see whether or not <laughs> you are right at the end of the book. <laughs> see if I'm right. I'm telling you, it's it is happening. Marty and Doc are just going to all of a sudden appear. What? This yeah. is amazing. 21 gigawatts. Um, 21. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, how do you reach a city? Right. If not by roads, Shalon says. Noadon could walk there, or so he claimed, but others do not speak of riding or walking to Irithiru. It was a legend. Most modern scholars considered it a myth. The city myth, itself, yeah. right? Right. She says here she needed more information. So she's scrambling through Yasna's trunk, digging through the notebooks. Yeah. And she says that Yasna said that Irithiru wasn't on the Shattered Plains. But what if the pathway to it is there? Not an ordinary pathway, though. Irithiru was the city of surge binders, of ancient wonders like shard blades. Pattern says, hmm, shard blades are no wonder. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I would remind you um, of Sill's aversion to shard blades as well. Right, but is but he's saying they're no wonder. Like, is that a disparaging view? You think of sounds shard like blades? It. it sounds like it. It sounds like okay. he's also got some pretty complicated feelings about shard blades, just like about Syl shard does. blades. Yeah. 
Shalon found the reference that she was searching for. It wasn't the quote she found curious, but Yasna's annotation of it. Another folktale. This one was recorded among the dark-eyed by Kalanam, page 102. Stories of instantaneous travel and the oath gates that pervade these tales. Instantaneous travel, oath gates, she's, she's th- thinking in her head. Mm-hmm. That's what she was coming here for, Shalon whispers. You know, th- this Yaz- is an important moment here because... I like this a lot. Because this Shalon is super cool, dude. doesn't know everything that Yasna know- knew, right? No. Yasna had doesn't. a plan to come here and then Yasna died. So Shalon right. knows why they were coming to the Shattered Plains, but not everything in between not all the little the little things like this so going through her notes and finding oath gates she's like this is this that's what she was coming here for right she thought right. she could find a passageway here on the shattered right. plains this is really really awesome dude i love yeah. this me too i really and these oath gates i i just had to um I mean, again, I'm just conjuring images. I couldn't help but think of, you know, the 90s, uh, the, the Stargate movie. I was just thinking I, of these Oath Gates. I literally just like watched it. I just watched portals. it like two weeks ago. Did, oh, did you? Yeah, it's great. It's I, awesome. I, I, had, I had mentioned it, uh, I had mentioned it uh, a number of weeks ago or months ago, I think, to uh, my wife. And she absolutely hates this movie. And I haven't seen it in a really long it's, time. It so holds I can't up. Even, I, th- I think it holds does up. Does it really? Yeah, I think it does. <clears throat> I haven't seen it in so long, and I, I think I need to see it again. Yeah, um, I like it. There's a lot of really... The, the the soundtrack is fantastic. But yeah, she says, so, you know, these... Uh, the, 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 we really uh, um, uh, find passageway here on the plains, but they're barren stormlands, just stone, creme, and great shells. Creme, We yeah, really yeah. need to get out there onto the shattered plains. So she's like, right. yeah, we, we're not going to know anything until we get out there. Well, you know who really knows how to get out there and check it out is our boy Kaladin, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he was born in those chasms, right? So he was reborn there, so yeah. So there's this, um, her announcement was accompanied by an ominous chime from the clock. Storm, she needed to get to Adeline. So this is is the white rabbit right here. Mm Mm-hmm. She needed to meet Adeline by noon, so so she's springing up to, I guess, keep this appointment. Um, she runs to the washroom, fills the tub, and she's trying to get ready. Chucking off her dressing gown, she says, I'm, I'm going to allow myself to grow very, very accustomed to this. Yeah. As she's getting used to this luxurious tub that she's filling. Um, There's a really funny part here where yeah, she's like a little bit, you know, she's a little bit uh, nervous about getting undressed in front of pattern. Right. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So she's like, he, he's like, um... He's like, the anatomical uh, differences between genders are so slight, yet so profound, and you augment them. Long hair, blush on the cheeks. I went and watched Sabariel bathe last night, and yeah, the night- <laughs> please tell me you didn't. <laughs> right. It's so funny. Um, she does think here, um, just prior to that, she says, um, or she's thinking, um, she decided not to be bashful around Pattern. He had, she says, true, he did appear to have a male voice, but he wasn't really a man. No. Besides, there were spren everywhere. Everywhere. The tub probably had one in it, as did the walls. She'd seen for herself that everything had a soul or a spren or whatever. Yeah. 
But she had to repeat this line of reasoning every time he saw her undress. It would help her. Yeah. It would help yeah. if he weren't so blasted curious about everything. So for me, that means that he's going, mmm, <laughs> lies. And he's also going, mmm, yeah. boobs. Like I think Pattern is <laughs> curious about lies and boobs. He, he, he very well could be. Well, yeah. I mean, I suppose there's a pattern in everything. <laughs> Um, Sh- Shalon says, please tell me that you didn't <laughs> spying on, uh, Sabariel. Yeah. And, and he's like, but I just told you I did. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't seen. I would not need to do this if you'd be more accommodating. Yeah. I am not doing nude sketches for you. She says. Yeah. There is a part here we should just bring up just because it comes back again. She says she had made the mistake of mentioning that many, uh, that many of the great artists had trained themselves this way by sketching nude artists. After much pleading back home, she'd gotten several of the maids to pose for her. So long as she promised Mm -hmm. not to destroy the sketch uh, uh, that she, as long as she could, did destroy the sketches, which she had. Right. Um, so I'm only bringing this up, only pointing this out because in the next chapter, it comes up again that. Oh, okay. Because we go back in time, right? In the next chapter, we go back in time and- Right, she, right, Yeah, she's right. just about to convince right. them to to, to to sketch nude for her. So, yeah. To, it's, to it's sketch nude. Yeah. So how would she ever go back to Yaakov Ed, she's thinking, um, as she's um, she's still getting ready to, to meet Adeline. She probably would never return. Yeah. Once that thought would have horrified her, but now it kind of thrilled her though she was determined to bring her brothers to the Shattered Plains. Mm-hmm. So that plan is still a thing for her. Right. Which, I don't blame her for it. I, I think it's a wise play. Yeah. I think she needs to do it. Um, so she, she'd gone to one of the information stations that are connected to uh, Tashik. Right. There was one in every war camp, and um, she paid to have a letter along with a span read sent to Valath, uh, sorry, sent by the messenger from Veloth to her brothers. <clears throat> it would take weeks to arrive. So again, like she's maintaining, I like that she's still, you know, trying to maintain a relationship with her brothers and yeah. trying to get them involved. Yeah, she's not forgetting about um, them. No, which is good. Um, she, uh, also says here, to be careful, she'd sent a second letter from North Grip, which was as far from the battlefield as one could get. Hopefully at least one or two would, would come safely. Right. When she established contact again, she'd make a single argument to her brothers. Abandon the Devar estates, take the money Yasna had sent, and flee to the Shattered Plains. Right. That's, so that's her current plan. Right. Get out of there. <clears throat> Get out of there. Yep. Um, it was time to go woo her betrothed. <laughs> a batting of eyelashes, blushes at appropriate times. Well, she had that one down at least in good measure. She says, mm-hmm. she says, except maybe the, except maybe the appropriate part, but she, so she buttons up her, um, up the sleeve on her safe hand, then paused at the door as she looked back and saw her sketchbook and pencil, which she couldn't help but take. Yeah. As she rushes out. Never I leave love home that. without it. I love it. It's, it's just, it's so great. She's mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like she's going to leave without it and then, nope, gotta, gotta take it with me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, she talks about, uh, um, um, so Polona is, uh, Sibariel um, and Polona a little bit here yeah. and like, just not really sure, you know, how, how to this is kind fun. of think about them. She doesn't, not really sure. Right. Like, well, she's passing them by and they're just in such a luxurious state. So there's Polona mm-hmm. lay, lying face down, getting a massage, completely barebacked, 
Saberiel is reclined, is reclined, and he's eating sweets. And there's a young woman who's standing at a lectern around the corner reciting poetry to them. Mm-hmm. So they're just living this lavish lifestyle. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As she as she's heading out the uh, he- heading out the door, sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> says here that Shalon had spent the last three days poring over Sabariel's house ledgers and had found them an absolute mess. Mm-hmm. He seemed so smart in some areas, but how could he have let his ledgers get so overgrown? Yeah. You think there's a reason for that? I don't know. It could be just exactly that, that he's smart. Mm. You know, he's a, um, he's a, he's an idea man. Booking, you mean? Yeah. He's an idea man, but not very good at the math of it all. You know what I mean? Mm. <clears throat> Gaz and Vath are waiting for her outside. They followed her towards Sabariel's coach and one of her slaves was acting as footman. And one of them is N, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And she asks him, you're being treated well, N? Yes, mistress. You'd tell me if you weren't. Uh, yes, mistress. I like that she checks on them. I yeah. like that. And then she asks the and same about though. Yeah. She's like, are you, yeah, how are you? How are, how are the men? And, uh, he grunts. I assume that means they're accommodating. Gaz is laughing a little bit. Vatha says, you've kept your bargain. I'll give you that. The men are happy. And you? I'm bored. All we do every day is sit around, collect what you pay us, and go drinking. She says most men would consider that an ideal profession. Fatha shuts the door for her and then looks in the window. Most men are idiots. Nonsense, Shalon said, smiling. By the law of averages, only half of them are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love that. He grunts, and she was leaning to interpret those. Those grunts, which was essential to speaking Vathahees, as she calls it. Vathahees, yeah. Uh, This grunt roughly meant, I'm not going to acknowledge that joke because it would spoil my reputation as a complete and utter dunnard. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I I think this is great. This is classic Shalon. I love it. Yeah. I suppose he said we have to ride up top. Thank you for offering, she says. She wants them to because she's planning on like, to practice her light weaving <clears throat> while she's in, in there. Right. And she can't let right. them see it fully yet because she, no. you know, she, they know, well, if at they all. know something's up with her, that she's got right. a shard blade, but they don't know about her ability to like right. actually make things like appear like illusions and stuff. Right. So this is, co- it's a true coach pulled by horses. Um, Shalon, she says Shalon felt bad about asking to use it, but Polona had, had laughed and said, take the thing whenever you want. I have my own. And if Turi's coach is gone, we'll have an excuse to not go when people ask him to visit. He loves that. Yeah, I love so, that too. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, I would, so I would funny. totally come to dinner, but uh, you know, that girl <clears throat> oh. at my ward, she took the coach. I can't she make it. She took the coach. <laughs> can't make it. Sorry. Gives her an excuse. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Um, Shalon closes the window. So she says, um, closes the window shade as the coachman starts to take the vehicle out. She gets out her sketchbook and patterns waiting on the first blank white page. We are going to find out just what we can do. And pattern says, exciting. She gets out her spheres, breathes in some stormlight, trying to shape it and meld it, and then nothing. Next, she tries holding it very specifically, an image in her head, black hair instead of red. She pops out the stormlight, and this time it shifted around her and hung there for a moment, and then it too vanished. Mm-hmm. What do you make of this? Is this is this simply just 
it's her just her experimenting i think just okay. like just trying to like figure out exactly how to do it right this this reminds me of Kaladin in the Chasms trying to figure out how to use his powers, except that he doesn't. She doesn't need yep. to like run around and jump and do do stuff. This is like a right. non combat oriented type of um, use of the stormlight, right? So she can just sit in her little her little wagon here, her, her little, coach, yeah, and, and, and her practice. coach, and just practice it, right? <laughs> she says, "This is silly." She says, "What does it matter if I draw it first or not? The pencils don't even show color." It shouldn't matter, Pattern says, but it matters to you. I do not know why. Right. Because she can visualize it better when it's on a page. Right. And so therefore she can do it better. Makes sense. She f- it makes sense. She finished the sketch. It didn't show her, uh, her features, only really her hair, everything else indistinct. Yet when she used the stormlight this time, the image took and her hair darkened to black. Mm-hmm. Shalon sighs and she says, so how do I make the illusion vanish? And then he says, stop feeding it. Right. That's kind of like the sustenance thing, isn't it? Right. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she says, how? I am supposed to know this? You are the expert on feeding. Right. It's interesting. She breathed in using instincts she hadn't realized she had. Light streamed from across the carriage and into her. I'm quite good at that, she says, considering... How short a time I've been doing it. A short time. But we first. And it cuts off. Yeah. She stopped listening until he was done. So he says a whole part there. He doesn't just say we first. He says we first. And she stops listening. He continues saying something. And she stops listening until he's done. Do we ever get to know what it was that he said? (laughs) I would love to know that. Yeah. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be great to know that? It would be really great to know that. And so then she changes really the ne- ch- subject really like just deftly here. This is like a, a where's Dunny, but for. Totally. What did, what did we say we called it <laughs> when you don't want to talk about your own backstory? Is it where's Dunny? Yeah. It's a where's Dunny. Where's. Hey, I really need to find another <laughs> copy of words of radiance. That's her version of the where's that's Dunny. That's her. That's her. Yeah. Maybe it talks about how to dismiss the illusions. She continues to work on her sketch. Um, it was a picture of Sabariel, which she had, of course, taken a memory of. And um, it says a little later here that um, she, she had let the work consume her. The familiar sound of pencil on paper, the focus of creation, because out there, sorry, she said beauty was out there all around. To create art was to capture it, but no... But to participate in it was not to capture it, but to participate in it. What do you, what, what, what do you make of that? Beauty was out there. I mean. To create art was not to capture it, but to participate in it. Well, I, I mean, I think, <clears throat> I think you know that better than I, because you created art for a good ch- chunk of your life. You know, mm-hmm. your, the, the records that you guys have written and the, the music right. that you wrote, I think that it, it, it encapsulates that to create art was not to capture it. Now, I, the only thing I would say is that she captures it by creating art. 
because she's drawing something beautiful. Right. A photographer is capturing a beautiful moment and then thus creating art. But I understand what she's getting at here that that person who's taking a picture, the person who's drawing it, the person who's writing a song is participating in the activity of In the activity. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not the, not necessarily the person who recorded your songs is, you know what I mean? But the, but the person who's actively writing the music is right, creating right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally know what you mean. Um, when she finished, a glance out the window showed them approaching the pinnacle. She had held up the sketch, studying it, and then nodding to herself. She thinks it's satisfactory. Mm-hmm. Next, she tried using Stormlight to create an image, and it formed immediately an image of Sabariel. The detail was perfect, she says. Her image had these things, so it didn't create exactly what she drew, but the drawing was a focus, a model that the image built from. Yeah. Mm, pa- mm, pattern says, one of your most truthful lies. Wonderful. Most truthful. Most truthful. Right. I like That's it. interesting. Yeah, I like it. So he doesn't move. <clears throat> Nobody would mistake this for something living, never mind the unnatural pose. The eyes are lifeless. The chest doesn't rise and fall with breath. The muscles don't shift. It's detailed, but like a statue can be detailed, yet it's still dead. Yeah. But he says a statue of light. Right. It didn't say it. uh, Sorry. She says, I didn't say it isn't impressive, but the images will be much harder to use unless I can give them life. That's, that's the thing, right? It's not just, it's not a picture. She's trying to represent a person. Right. Right. Waving her hand disturbed it like smoke. This is, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so how strange that the, that she should feel that her sketches were alive, but this thing, which was so much more realistic, was dead. She reached out to wave her hand through the image. If she touched it slowly... The disturbance was minor, waving her hand dis- disturbed it like smoke. She noticed something else while her hand was in the image. Yes, she sucked in a breath, and the image dissolved to glowing smoke drawn into her skin. Yeah. She could reclaim stormlight from the illusion. So is that stormlight going back into her? Back into her. Only a fragment of it, but she's able to... Reabsorb. Reabsorb it. And we know that Kaladin literally just figured this out, you know, in this book too, right? Right. right. One question answered, she thought, settling back and making notes. She began packing up her satchel as the carriage arrived at the outer market where Adeline, or sorry, Adeline would be waiting. She needed to impress him. Her efforts with High Lady Navani had not been fruitful so far, so she really had to keep this alliance with the Colon House. Her skin was pale and dusted lightly with freckles, and her body was nowhere near curvaceous enough to inspire envy. She could change all of this with an illusion, an augmentation. Mm. This still makes me sad, this whole, I need to be taller, I need to be this, I need, you know. Mm. And she's already used it in her uh, persuasions, right? Yeah. She's used this before. Yeah, with Vatha, with With Svarl at the meeting. And even at, yeah, the meeting with the, uh, with the, with the, uh, all the, was it the council members or the, uh, yeah, at the, uh, at the meeting with all the high princes, all the high princes. That's it. Yeah. 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 
So, but it it still makes me kind of it makes me a little sad. That, I wish that I was she... a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Yeah. I wish I had a girl. If I did, I would call her. <laughs> but call her. An augmentation, she says, to enhance herself. It would be like wearing makeup. Yeah. 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 I it would so. be, but see, this is where I, I would agree with um, pattern in terms of the lies. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, she says she decides here. She says she hesitated. If Adeline came to agree to the marriage. Right. Would it be because of her or the lies? Right. Right. So I think she makes the right decision here. She says, so, I'll just. So she doesn't augment herself. She does yeah. not. Yeah. She, right. He needs to like her for her, not for this beautiful. And you know what's funny is that she's beautiful. I know. You know well, what I mean? This is, this is my highlight of this chapter. The plain that she thinks sure. she is, is beautiful. She's just right. augmenting right. herself with like, with Stormlight and she doesn't need to. Right. Better to see what she could do without one, yeah. she thought. As she climbed out of the car, out of the carriage, she'd have to rely instead upon her feminine wiles. And there's the title of the chapter, She Wished She Knew If She Had Any. Right. <laughs> so, cute little chapter. I, 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 I like this chapter. I mean, it's, uh, the highlight for me is at the end there where she doesn't, um, choose to augment herself. And again, it, oh, it just, it always makes me just a little bit sad that augmentations are they appear to be necessary to get the job done right but but i'm going to just label it as that it appears that they're necessary mm-hmm. and they're not not that it's not that it's an absolute truth that it's necessary mm-hmm. but it shows anyway. it shows her character as well right <clears throat> it shows oh, yeah, the kind of sure. person she is she could just say you know what i need this um, betrothal, I need him to fall in love with me. I'm going to do everything I can to get it done. And then, you know what? We'll, we'll worry about the consequences later, but no, she's not, right. she's not in it for that. She's like, I, you know, I want to be me and it's important. So I like that. Mm-hmm. that that's really great. My, yeah, my me, highlight yeah, is that she's doing a lot of the same things that Kaladin's doing right now, which is mm-hmm. practicing their powers. I really, really like practicing that. Practicing and training. You know, yeah. you know, he's doing it uh, in, in combat style with his friends down in the the chasms and, and she is doing it in just a stagecoach and just kind of like tinkering and figuring out how exactly do you um, use this light weaving. And uh, I, I think it's really, really cool. Uh, you know, it shows again that characters are not just automatically good at something. They have to practice. They have to put in some time to learn how to do mm-hmm. it properly. But I think that that's just a side note. I, you know, I've, I've gotten to a point in the show now where I give you a highlight, but then I also have like these like sub highlights that I have to, to mention. <laughs> um, so that's like my, 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 uh, gift to the show is Sean right. always has multiple highlights. Um, but I did want to. A linger for a second on the, but yep. we first by pattern. I'm quite good that. at that considering how short of a time I've been doing it. Short time pattern said, but we first, and then she blocks him out until he's done talking about it and then continues on like nothing's happened. And I just want to remind you that she hasn't been doing it for such a short time because she had that run in with wit a couple of chapters ago at Middlefest, where right. he invokes her to use light weaving so she could see what life would have been like if her mom hadn't died. You know, right. they're at a picnic, the boys are are dueling with like practice swords and life is right. great. Yeah, yeah. And she Life's did great. that. She used that on her own and he says to her, have you 
made things appear that you didn't uh, you didn't realize you like that you did. Have you made stormlight spheres just wink out of light? Uh, or, you know what I mean, like just by happenstance. So we know she's been doing this for a lot longer than what she thinks she's been doing it for. And pattern is trying to remind her here, but she blocks it out because of what the trauma is associated with it. So she's been light weaving to protect herself. She's been light weaving a lot longer than she's admitting to herself. And on several occasions over this book and a half has completely blacked out any sort of, um, remembering of that time. Right, but we're getting to know a little bit more we're about getting to that, know right? It. The reader right. is going back in time and reading those. Well, that's parts, what I mean but by she's not remembering those chapters. She's still. But that's what I mean by by protecting herself is that she's like she doesn't want to accept that her father was this you know villainous man, abusive right. person, mm-hmm. whatever, because it's too much. Right. So that what what's really interesting about if if that's if that's light weaving, then. How many other illusions are out there? Right. Well, she, I don't think she's actively using light weaving to forget her past, but she is no. also, she is creating an illusion without magic, without stormlight of her past by not remembering any of the bad stuff. The fact right. that the end of the way it right. comes that she admits to one of the uh, cryptics, I don't know, we're not sure if it was a pattern at the time, but remember he, right. she, he had to tell, she had to tell a truth in order to be able to go to Shadesmar. Right. She, right. she right. says, you know, I killed my father or at least she, th- what we know so far, she feels yeah. responsible for it. Right. Um, so she's not actively using light weaving to forget her life, but she is purposefully not remembering her life the right way. And we are slowly making our way through her backstory, rem- right. remembering for yeah, yeah. her almost. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, re- it's really, in- I, I'm fascinated by this, by this power. And what's interesting there is that by not remembering things, mm-hmm. and it, it's like you could achieve a similar goal, absorbing the stormlight and, and just filling your life full of illusions right. to change your past or to alter your, your memories let's say of people and of things that happen to you, mm-hmm. but you can also accomplish it as she's doing in part, especially as a younger girl, by just, no, no, I'm not dealing with that. Right. So it's kind of like, it's like the same thing. Like it's almost the same pa- thing. Yeah. Her yeah. powers, her powers could accomplish it, but she can also do it without it. Right. Cause remember he says, mm, it's interesting lies, right? The illusions that she's creating with stormlight are lies. And her remembering her, her memories of her life are also lies. Right. Right. So yeah, it's her character is complex, but so interesting. Um, especially right now in this part of the book, it's just getting so much better. You know, she's actually actively using her powers and yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great. I just can't, it's, I I want some more mashup though. I want me some, I want me some more Shalon and I mean, um, I want Navani and Pattern to get together, like over this Irithiru. Yeah, damn, or, or, yeah. Or and Don yeah, chanting like, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope that that's going to be a thing in this book. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Okay. Chapter 48 is No More Weakness. No this More is Weakness a doozy, for you. Eh? This, is, this is a doozer. This, yeah. is, uh, this is a flashback. We were three years ago. Mm-hmm. So three years and, ago tells us that Middlefest was six months ago. 
So it's been six months since Shalon started trying to heal her brothers. Remember that chapter was all about her trying to get her brothers yep. back. And she right. did a pretty good job, except that really she did job. not complete the mission because she couldn't find Jushu. And that's what right. this chapter is kind of about is helping and saving Jushu. Balant says, these are really good, Shalon. Leafing through her pages of sketches, the two of them sat in the gardens accompanied by Wickham. Um who sat on the ground tossing a cloth-wrapped ball for his axe hound, Sakisa, to catch. I like that, uh, that, that the axe hound is named. I like that. Mm-hmm. My anatomy is off, Shalon says. So she's critiquing herself, of course. Yeah. I can't get the proportions right. Um, this, I find, is really neat because um, with, with the self-criticism and the, um, I guess, the understanding that she can do better. Right. It just, it just reminds me of... of what Yasna would strive to do too. Right. So it's just so fateful that they met mm-hmm. because uh, I, as I experienced Shalon, I really do. I think, I think a lot about Yasna. Of course. I, th- I think you're supposed um, to. Here's that line so, that I said would come back here. She needed models yeah. to pose for her so she could work, uh, so she could work on that. So right. we know in the future from this chapter that right. she did convince some of the maids to pose for her as long as she agreed to get rid of them after she was done. And at this point, she hasn't done that yet. So between then and now, she does eventually convince some of these maids to pose for her naked, which is scandalous. Scandalous. Um, Balat says, well, you're better than than Mother ever was. Flipping to another page where she had sketched Balat on the sparring grounds with his swordmanship tutor. He tipped it uh, toward Wikim, who raised an eyebrow. Her middle brother was looking better and better these days, less scrawny, more solid. He almost constantly had mathematical problems with him. So this is, this shows the, I guess, the advancement of her help right. with, with Wickham, right? Like he's, he has been affected by her. Right. Um, Father's Ardens approached and uh, told him to calm himself and that the Almighty approved of Wickham's interest. This is interesting that the Ardents are taking an interest in his prowess at math right because he's showing that he can actually do it right i heard that you got another letter from Ailita, shallan says trying to distract balat from her sketchbook yeah he says grinning you going to have shallan read it to you wickham asked balat coughed i had malise do it shallan was busy you're embarrassed wickham said pointing what is in those letters Things my 14-year-old sister doesn't need to know about. Ooh, they're sexting that, each other. Yeah, they're sexting. <laughs> that racy, eh, Wickham says, I wouldn't have figured that for the Tavenar girl. She seems too proper. No, Balat blushed further. They aren't racy. They are merely private. Private like your Wickham, Shalon cut in, <laughs> interrupting him. Yeah. Um, he looks up and notices anger spren were pooling underneath Balat's feet. Storms Balat, you're getting too, so touchy about that girl. Love makes us all fools, Shalon says, distracting the <laughs> this two. This is really funny. Love, Balat asks, glancing at her. Shalon, you're barely old enough to pin up your safe hand. What do you know about love? She blushes and she's like, never mind. Oh, well, look I, at that. The, the, this ahead, makes, that, that moment makes me feel bad for her <clears> because <throat> it makes me even feel worse about what happened with her and Capsule, which is her first person that she ever kind of loved. Right. And yeah. like, fuck. You know, 
Yeah, I uh, I took a chance in feeling having some feelings for someone, and oh, and they tried to kill me. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah, they tried to murder me. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. with uh, with jam, no doubt. But there is so, there is a nice light at the end of the tunnel because she's literally like in the present uh, timeline. She's on her way for her first true date with Adeline, right? So maybe right. it'll turn out better this time. I hope so. Um, so she blushes. N- n- never mind. Wickham says, "Oh, look at that. She's thought up something clever." You're going to have to say it now, Shalon. No use keeping something like that inside, Balot says. (laughs) Ministara says I speak my mind too much. That it's not a feminine attribute. Wickham starts laughing and says, That hasn't seemed to stop any woman I've known. Yeah, Shalon, Balot says, If you can't say the things you think of to us, then who can you say them to? Trees, she said. Rocks, shrubs. Basically anything that can't get me into trouble with my tutors. You don't have to worry about Balot then, Wickham says. He couldn't manage something clever even in repetition. <laughs> hey, says Balot. That's so, I love this dialogue. Yeah. I mean, he I writes love, great, what I love, great what, dialogue. I love yeah, it. What I love about this is that they are now accustomed to her witty tongue. And they're like, hey, mm-hmm. you can't not say what you were going to say. You have to say yeah. it. Because they love yeah. her, her wit, right? Her that's what stuff. I, see, that's what I was going to say is that... That's that's what I like about this little exchange is that they like that about their sister. Right, right. And they, they encourage really do. her to Yeah. To, they're yeah. like, give it to us. We want to know your <laughs> yeah. your 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 lashings, like your 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 crazy thoughts. Yeah, and then they say they, they go into like a they do like a almost like a lightning round here where they're just like, Okay, say something about this, say something about this, say yeah. something about this. Yeah. <laughs> she says, Love is like a pile of chul <laughs> of chul dung. Smelly? Balat asked. No. For even as we try to avoid both, we end up stepping in them anyway. Deep words for a girl who hit her teens precisely 15 months ago, Wickham says. Love is like the sun, Balot says. Blinding? Shalon asked. White, warm, powerful, but also capable of burning you? Perhaps, Balot says. Love is like a Herdasian surgeon, says Wickham. And how is that, Shalon asks. You tell me. I'm seeing what you can make of it. Yeah, like they're setting them up now and like yeah. getting her to knock them down kind of thing, right? Like This is great. She's like, um, both leave you uncomfortable? No. Oh, the only reason you'd want one was if you'd taken a sharp blow to the head. <laughs> they start laughing. I yeah. love this. This is this is yeah. really cute. Love is like spoiled food. Necessary for life on one hand, Shalon says, but also expressingly nauseating. <laughs> Father's snoring. You have to experience it to believe just how distracting it can be. Wickham chuckles. Storms, it was good to see him doing that. Balot says, stop it, you two. That kind of talk is disrespectful. Love is like a classical melody. Shalon grins. If you end your performance too quickly, your audience is disappointed. (laughs) And then Balot's like, Shalon? Because that's pretty, that's a little bit racy. That's a little racy, Um, yeah. So so Wickham says uh, he was rolling on the ground laughing at that one. So yeah, this is great. Shalon was blushing. Did I really just say that? She says. But she'd actually been, so there it is right there. It says right there, witty. Far better than, than the others. Mm-hmm. It had also been improper. She got a guilty thrill from it. Balot looked embarrassed. And he blushed at the double meaning. Collecting shame spren. A little spren for the spren heads, a little shame spren. Yeah. Um, sturdy Balot. He wanted so much to lead them. So far as she knew, she'd end up his, ha- she'd, given up his habit of killing Kremlings for fun. Mm-hmm. Being in love strengthened him and had changed him. Yeah. That's good. 
It's really good. It's really good. The sound of wheels on stone announced a carriage that was arriving at the house. No hoofbeats. Father owned Father owned horses, but few other people in the area did. Their carriages were pulled by chulls or parchment. Father had recently forbidden her from drawing the uh, manor's parchment or dark eyes. He found it unseemly. Hmm. What yeah, do you make he, of that? Her father doesn't like anything. Earlier, he they say her yeah. um, her father just once, really once railed at uh, at uh, Wakim for um, doing the math because it was uh, feminine and unseemly. Like this guy, this guy should just fuck yeah. off. Seriously, he's a jerk. Yeah, yeah, he's. It's not. I I was hoping that there would be, you know, a different way to see him. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. Um. But he's turning into an asshole. We don't, we don't know the kind of person he was before his wife died. Maybe he was a nice guy, but we, yeah. we don't know. Yeah. Everything we're experiencing, I, I think anyway, so far from, uh, from him, it's just, it's horrible. Yeah. He's a terrible character to deal with. And this part with Wakeem so, here is really great. Yeah. So, um, so Shalon, she started realizing that Wakeem hadn't followed Balat. She says, yes. Wakeem says, I was wrong about what you're doing. I see through it. And and still it's working. Damnation, but it's working. Thank you. She moved to open the pouch he'd given her. Don't, he said. What is it? Blackbane, Wickham says. A plant. The leaves at least. If you eat them, they paralyze you. Your breathing stops too. This is a nice callback to Kaladin. And right. We're how we had those Blackbane leaves at the very beginning right. of the series. And yeah. then he lost it. And then... Sill goes and finds it for him when he's at the chasm. Remember when he's like at the honor chasm thinking about jumping in and she hands him a leaf yeah. of Blackbane and he, she right. was like, I don't know why you needed it, but you wanted one. So I wanted to give it to you. Like it yeah. was like the thing that kind of pulled him back. So it's a really nice callback to the earlier in the series. Right. Um, well, again, it's like making connections between these characters, right? right. Um, uh, so disturbed, she pulls the top tight. She didn't even want to know how Wickham could recognize a deadly plant like this. Wickham says, I've carried those for the better part of a year. The longer you have them, the more potent the leaves are supposed to become. I don't feel like I need them any longer. You can burn them or whatever. I just thought you should have them. So That's he nice. gives her these. So I wonder, it, does she still have it? The longer you keep it, the more potent it gets. You meaning like in in the present time now, do you think she still has it? Maybe I would, I would assume that she would she have did, to have really protected it. Yeah. It like, would I, don't, be, I don't know. It would be, they make no mention washed of out and wet from the, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 He jogs. Um, so, so she smiles. Hakeem had been carrying this poison around. He felt he needed to give it to her. She's questioning this. Yeah. She's curious about that. Like, I, I think it's a symbol <clears throat> of her, him finally being able to move on and being like, I, you know, I, I was thinking about suicide, but I'm, I'm happy now and I don't right. want this around me. Like, but why he would give it, like, why not just destroy it? Why give it to her? I don't know. Man, no. He jogs after Balat and Shalon stuffed the pouch in her satchel. She'd find a way to destroy it later. So there you go. Yeah. Um, so that's what happened to it. Vines shook and withdrew from her. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, I love this little line at the end of this paragraph here. Which she, says, she crosses the yards. Cultivated yeah. vines had poor instincts. Right. Because they're not allowed to grow naturally. Right. It's, you've kind of and talked about this Remember I was before. telling you? I've yeah. Talk, yeah. I've talked like, like horticulture is like w- when you're 
uh, well, it depends on what kind of garden you're creating, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you can create a garden that is wild and natural, and, and that's the deal. Um, I think one of our, um, I think, uh, was it... Uh, was it Joel who's talking about, I think, a Xeriscape garden? Yeah, I think so. Uh, being put in. So that can be very natural. And you're not really cultivating it to look like much. Like you're planting the plants and they're doing their work. What they're they do, doing. What yeah. they do. Yeah. But whenever you're, you know, you're trimming and trying to encourage more blooms and trying to, like, that's, that's the cultivation part. Right. Of horticulture, you're you're changing the plants to do what you would like them to do, right? Right, and so they so they, I, they I don't, love that they don't end up having but... any instincts because you've forced them into being what you want, and they haven't well, it's, grown it's any your, of themselves. Yeah, it's, it's your, your will. Yeah, it's your instinct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're yeah, denying really it to them, right? Yeah, yeah. I love that that said that here, but I really like the withdrawing too. The vines shook and withdrew from her um, as her pace sped up. She stepped on more than one of them, feeling them writhe beneath her feet and try to yank back. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're right. That line is really cool. That's probably one of my highlights. Yeah. Uh, Father, Asha Yushu's voice says, Father, please. Shalon pushed open the slatted wood doors and she steps in this room and she sees three men in old style clothing, a shirt like Ulatu to their knees, standing before Father. Yushu was kneeling on the floor, hands bound behind his back. Bah, says Father, I will not suffer this extortion. His credits, or sorry, his credit is your credit, Bright Lord, one of the men said. Mm-hmm. He promised us you would pay his debts. He lied, Father said. Echol and Jix, house guards, at his sides, hands on their weapons. This is a really tense uh, encounter here. Oh, yeah. Father Yushu says, they'll take me. You were supposed to be riding our outer holdings. You were supposed to be checking on our lands, not dining with thieves and gambling away our wealth and our good name. <laughs> that's that's a joke. Head. That's a joke well, that yeah, Lindavar even he says has a good name. Good, Come on. Because he, he's, he's already ruined it himself. Yeah, who's right? lying to themselves now? Right? Well, I think, I, I think it's clear. Look, the father's a mess. The children are a mess. Right. Right? I mean, only the eldest seemed to get away and... Yeah. And, and, and that's how he was able to, to grow, like to, right. you know, to be what he needs to be. Right. Is to, but, I need to but get away from what, father. Remember what the character we think was wit that said about Halloran is that he was wrong about everything. Right. And that's why I, so I'm glad you reminded me of that because that's why I held this thing. Well, there's got to be more to Shalon's father. This story can't be all that we're experiencing. Right? Mm-hmm. It just, it can't be. And, sh- and there's the, the whole, I guess, this, this mystery behind Shalon's, you know, I, I'm responsible for killing my father. Like, I just, I can't accept, although I suppose as I think about it, I can't accept that, but I, I was floored in the way of Kings when it was revealed that she was a thief. Right. That she was there to steal. Like, right. I was not genuinely that yeah, yeah, yeah. at all like yeah. i was really just i am actually it's giving me it's giving me a lot of uh a lot of fun and little little goosebumps just thinking back to the first time i read that in way of kings that was a right. great a revelation great like, yeah oh this you know yeah. anyway but similarly 
I'm still clinging on to the hope that there's more to the story, but I've also been fooled every time yeah, by Brandon Mr. Been. Sanderson. <laughs> yeah, like I, been, I, yeah. I think that there's more to Amaram, <laughs> or I think that there's they can't make all the light eyes bad. So I just yeah. can't wait for this hammer to drop about about uh, you know uh, Adolin and uh, and Dalinar. Like I don't know, I, <laughs> I. I, I don't know what to expect, but, yeah. but I'm still clinging on to a little bit about this story with, with her father. Um, yeah. He, the father so, says he's yours. I know. Doesn't even gives doesn't give a up. fuck, bro. No, you're, you're in debt. You gambled it away. Our good name. Give me a break. Yeah. He's yours. My, my, my own son. Again, like it's almost like going back to this gardening reference. I don't think necessarily that, that, that. Brandon was thinking about this, but maybe, but you, you, you get what you cultivate. Like, like the father is the gardener of his children in a way. Yeah. Like, so all, all the mistakes of the kids are kind of like, well, that's, they're his, that's, that's on me because you know, the, the wife's not around. Yeah. There's no other, the ball. I've dropped, I'm dropping the ball with myself. So I made it okay uh, for Jushu to become this person because I didn't, I wasn't there to try to stop him from becoming that person. Sure. I mean, I I mean, you can always share the responsibility. You can say, well, kids, kids get to a certain point and you say, well, now you're accountable. Right. And, and no matter how much you hearken back to what you experienced from people in your life, you do have to, at some point claim it all mm-hmm. and get, you know, claim the, the totality of the responsibility and, and, and move forward. But yeah, I, I kind of like thinking about it like that. Yeah. That, I think you almost um, have to, to be able to understand it. Yeah. So outside, so, so these two, these, these two goons grab him, grab Yushu. Outside Yushu's crying for mercy, begging to them to let him go. Balat Shalon says, do something. We all knew where the gambling would take him, Balat says. We told him, Shalon, he wouldn't listen. He's still our brother. What do you expect me to do? Where would I get the spears enough to pay for his debt? So even Balat is like, he's beyond reproach. Yeah. Balat does not see a way out of this. Um, father had gone into his study and, and Shalon steps in. I'm not going to change my mind, Shalon. Father says, leave. Yushu prepared this pyre himself. Even referring to it as a pyre. Yeah. From, from her dad. Like, he, he, he's basically, like... It's basically I sacrificing mean, him. Right. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. And then he says, leave me, and he roars it. Leave me. Fear spread wriggled up around her. He never yelled at her like that. Never. Yeah. Father took a deep breath and turned to the, uh, the room's windows. His back was to her, and he says, I can't afford the spheres. Why, Shalon asks. Father, is this because of the deal with Bright Lord Revelar? No, it's bigger than that. She's, she was looking at the ledgers. I will finally make something of myself, Father says, and of this house. I will stop them from whispering about us. I will end the questioning. House Devar will become a force in this princedom. By bribing favor from supposed allies, Shalon asks, using money we don't have? He strode over, grabbing her by the arms. Her satchel drops to the floor. I've done this for you, he growls, and you will obey. I've gone wrong somewhere in letting you learn to question me. She whimpers at the pain. 
There will be changes in this house, father says. No more weakness. Yeah. I've found a way. Please stop, she says. That's that I found a way is the first nugget we get to leading to where something more. Yeah. He's made a deal. We know that eventually he's made a deal with the ghost bloods to get a, right. a, a, um, a soul caster to be able to create wealth. And this right. is the first moments in the backstory where we get an inkling of that. So of his plan. Right. 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 But I mean, at what cost? Like right. that's the thing that I don't get about his overall, you know, yeah. Anyway, either I'm going to destroy everything or we'll be exalted. It's one or the other. There's no in between right. here. Um, father, she whispers, he looks upward towards, uh, his rooms. She knew he was looking toward mother's soul. Mm-hmm. So she knew that. He dropped her then causing her to tumble on the floor, her hair, red hair covering her face. You were confined to your rooms. He snaps, go and do not leave until I give you permission. Shalon scrambled to her feet, snatching her satchel. Then she leaves the room. Mm-hmm. This is really intense. It is intense. There's a line here. <clears> she <throat> says, she squeezed her eyes shut. Emotions, emotion stormed inside her. Right. Yeah. I uh, know, twisting I, about, I, she couldn't control it. Like, I feel like yeah. she doesn't actually have Stormlight inside her in this moment, but it's like almost a foreshadowing of being able to do that eventually. You know what I mean? Right. Of course. Yeah. And sh- Yushu. She just says, father actually looked like he wanted to hurt me. Shalon thought, shivering. He's changed so much. Mm-hmm. And she just keeps repeating Yushu's name. Keep cutting at those thorns, strong one. Make a path for the light. You know what that's from, right? Keep the, cutting those thorns? Yeah, that's, Wit said that to her at Metalfest. Or the person we think is Wit. Right. Mm-hmm. Shalon forced herself to her feet. And she ran, still cr- still crying, back into the feast hall. Balak and Wickham had taken seats, Minara, quietly serving them drinks. The guards had left. When Balat saw Shalon, he stood, his eyes widening. He rushes over. Did he hurt you? Balat says. Damnation, I'll kill him. I'll go to the high prince and... He- no, he didn't hurt me. Please, Balat, your knife. The one father gave you? He looked at. He looked to his belt. What of it? It's worth good money. I'm going to try to trade it for Yushu. Balat lowered his hand protectively to the knife. Yushu built his pyre himself. He uses it again, pyre. Yeah, he uses the same language his father did. Right. So maybe he's heard his father say it before. Yeah. That's exactly what father said to me, Shalon says. Right. I, Shalon looks over his shoulder. Pointing that out, pointing that out makes Balat realize, oh, fuck. I'm like dad and I can't be like that. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. It won't be enough. He says, they say he owes a hundred emerald bromes. I have my necklace too. Shalon says, Wickham silently drinking his wine, reaches to his belt and takes off his knife. So I like that it's coming together, that they're trying to save their brother. Yeah. The Avengers assemble. They're, they're like, right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. She spots the carriage only a short ways away. She hurries as best as she can. She wasn't, she wasn't fast, but neither were Charles. So she's like going after her brother, like who's being taken away. Like mm-hmm. she's, I love this moment. This is great. I, before um, we, before we get to this part here, I, um, yeah, where she's I had going. a f- distinct feeling this head dude here, this guy that she ends up dealing with, 
I had a feeling that we were supposed to know, just reading it this time, that uh-huh. we were supposed to recognize who this guy was. You know, there's a little bit of the a person that she's going to deal with to sell. Yeah, the this goods? guy. Yeah, and and you know, because because okay. uh, um, Sanderson's done this before, where he will yeah. reuse characters in people's yeah, pasts, and they'll come back and stuff. But they're and, so subtle; it's it's hard to get them all yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and and Did I don't think there is anyone. Okay. Like this guy does not come back I didn't back catch again. it. But when right. I read it this time, I thought, oh, it made me question it. And I had to like really think, is this guy a character in the future in Shalon's life or in Kaladin's life or in anybody's life? Is this a character we already know? And, right. and it's not, I don't think it is, but it no. made me pause and it made me realize, <laughs> ah, you know, Sanderson does that. He's making me re-examine yeah. characters I've already read and think do I already know this character from something else? So right. it's, it's really interesting. Um, so she, so off she goes chasing this, uh, this carriage, mm-hmm. the carriage stops and Yushu drops to the ground all curled up. The dark haired man with the haughty hair pushed open the door to look at Shalon. He sent the child. I came on my own. She says, holding up the daggers, please. These are very fine work. The man raises an eyebrow and, I guess he's considering these, um, these, uh, daggers. Mm-hmm. And then he says, you've been weeping. You care for him that much. He is my brother. So the man asks, I killed my brother when he tried to cheat me. You shouldn't let relations cloud your eyes. Mm. That could be a thing. Could be. I love him. Shalon whispers. The man l- looks over the daggers. They are masterworks. He admits. I love that because a little bit, little D&D there. Little D&D. Um, yep. I'd value them at 20 emerald bromes. And the necklace, she asks. Simple, but of aluminum, which can only be made by soul casting. 10 emeralds. Together half what your brother owes. But her heart sank. But what would you do with him? Selling him as a slave cannot redeem so great a debt. I'm often in the mood to remind myself that light eyes bleed the same as dark eyes, the man said. Hmm. And sometimes it is useful to have, a, to have a deterrent for others, a way to remind them not to take loans they cannot repay. Yeah. He may, he may save me more than he cost if I display him prudently. Shalon felt small. She clasped her hands, one covered, one not. Had she lost then? The woman from father's books, the women she was coming to admire would not have made pleas to win this man's heart. This is the, this they, moment that you mentioned earlier that like, yeah, you know, they would have Yasna's, tried logic. Yeah. Yasna isn't even part of her life, but she's right. one of these women that Exhibiting. she admired from books. Yes. Right. And yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and it's just, it makes it so much more interesting getting this backstory to her and then thinking about her meeting Shalon and just how how uh, I, I, I guess I, I don't know how, how else how else to say it. I said it before fateful it's yeah. just it's so perfect Yasna needed someone very similar to her to work with mm-hmm. and to trust yeah and, and Shalon just, had, had it, almost it, been studying under her for before she even knew her because, you know, they had mentioned before that she had had a book of hers and, right. and like she's studying all these other, you know, all these other scholars mm-hmm. when she's young. So yeah, it's just, right. it's really cool. She wasn't good at that either. She admitted about logic, but she says he may save you money that way, but he may not. 
It is a gamble, and you do not strike me as the kind of man who gambles. The man laughs. What makes you say that? Gambling is what brought me here. No, she says, blushing at her tears. You are the type of man who profits from the gambling of others. You know that it usually leads to loss. I give you items of real value. Take them, please. The man considered. He held out his hands for the daggers, and his man passed them over. He unsheathed one and inspected it. Name for me one reason I should show this man pity. In my house, he was an arrogant glutton, acting without thought for the difficulty he would cause you and his family. Our mother was murdered, Shalon said. That night, as I cried, Yushu held me. It was all she had to yeah, offer. That's all, in terms that's all of, she, yeah. So that's, she's down to like, she doesn't know what to say in terms of pleading, right? Yeah. The man considered, Shalon felt her heart pounding. Finally, he tossed the necklace back to her. Keep that, he says. Cut the little Kremlin free. Child, if you are wise, you will teach your brother to be more conservative. He hmm. pulled the door closed. Shalon stepped back as the servant cut Yushu free. Shalon knelt beside her brother, untied his bloody hands. Shalon, he asked, his uh, lips bloodied. What happened? You weren't listening? My ears are ringing. Everything is spinning. Um, am I free? Balat and Wakim traded their knives for you. Hey. I like, I like that. I love this so much, dude. Me Do you too, love man. It? I love it. That she, she names her brothers and not her that did it all. She gives the credit she to does. them. Dude. Dude. I, you know what? I, I know. should have texted you. I should have texted you a dude moment that for that. That should have been that a dude a, moment. That's, yeah. That should have been a dude. That's yeah. a seriously great thing about her. Yes. Yes. The kindness is just amazing. Balat and Wakim traded their knives for you. And then he says, Mill took so little in trade? Obviously, he did not know your true worth. <laughs> again, a quip. I, again, paying him the compliment. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, always quick with your tongue, aren't you? He says. He climbed to his feet with Shalon's help and began to limp back toward their house. Halfway there, Balat joined them, taking Yushu under his arm. Thank you, Yushu whispers. She says you saved me. Thank you, brother. And he's stunned. I. He says, You're my brother. Let's get you back and cleaned up. Mm -hmm. So he, he's a, you know, a little shocked too that Shalon didn't just take all the credit, but he yeah. goes with it, right? Right. Um, she climbs the stairs, passing father's glowing room and entered her chambers. She sat down in the bed. There she waited for the high storm. I love now, that. Is, I okay, love now, that she's comparing her father to the high storm. Right. Well, I want to, so... I love that too. You're right. Because, uh, it's this great and terrible, th great, great and terrible force. That's inevitable. That, it will come inevitably. It, and there's very little I may be able to do. Right. To su either survive it, to weather it, to protect myself, my brothers. I don't know what's going to happen when I experience the high storm. Right. But I, I, I want to, I want to pause on this one other thing. Father's glowing room. Yeah. The only reason why I want to say, uh, pause on that is. Mm -hmm. Is it glowing because he's doing something in private? Is he? Or is it glowing because of mother's soul in that cabinet in the room? Remember from earlier? She oh, said, yeah, that's. That's right. Right. Oh, man, dude, you shouldn't do that. That gave me total goosebumps. Yay. Because I didn't. <laughs> I'm because doing I my didn't, job then. I'm doing I my job. I didn't think. 
I didn't think about that mm-hmm. until just now. Wow. Man, that's amazing. Just for the uh, for the listener, See, I am so raising I, so my I eyebrows thinking, in glee right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, I was thinking, like, is it glowing because he's also he also has powers? Is he doing something? Is he light weaving, creating illusion? Is he doing something to alter reality mm-hmm. in some way? But but I like. I mean, of course, I sh- I should have thought that about the soul. She's yeah. she's mentioned it before, right? In past, right. Uh, um, in past flashback episodes, that the so room, he's in conference. There's this glowing room. There's this he's, glowing thing in this cabinet. Is he conferring with with her soul, with his wife's soul? Right. Mm. Or is uh, soul? Hang on. Are we? Uh, yeah, see, I'm so fuzzy on, I, I, as I was telling you on the powers of soul casting and mm-hmm. like, are they lit, like, do we, are we, are we drawing power from souls? Um, is the light that is absorbed, is it a part of the soul? Like, I have so many questions that so I just, little, I don't, the so little I don't you know. Right know. Now, so. Right. Yeah. Um, that is really cool, dude. I, uh, I am just blown away by that because. I just love the imagery. Mm-hmm. I love that she's walking by this room, not knowing what's going on in there, but then inside something amazing is happening. Right. Or potentially amazing is happening. I really like that. So she waiting for, for the, the high, high storm. storm. Yeah. Finally, the door to her rooms open. Father stood outside. Shalon could make out a crumpled form beyond him lying on the floor of the hallway. Minara, the serving maid. Her right arm bent at the wrong angle. Her figure stirred, whimpering, leaving blood on the wall as she tried to crawl away. Yeah. Father entered Shalon's room and shut the door. You know I would never hurt you, Shalon, he said. She nodded, tears coming down her face. I found a way to control myself, her father said. I just have to let the anger out. I can't blame myself for that anger. Others create it when they disobey me. Meaning her. What's the deal? Others create it? Are you insane? If everyone just l- b- listened to me and obeyed me, I'd never get angry. Right. You believe that? And then she says her objection that she didn't, doesn't say that he hadn't told her to immediately go to her room. Right. Only that she should leave at once, but she was there, died on her lips. So she's like, I'm not even going to say this because right. I, I knew what he meant even though I didn't follow it to the letter of the law. Right. They both knew that she'd intentionally disobeyed. Right. I would not want to have to punish anyone else because of you, Shalon. This This cold monster. Was this really her father? It is time, father nodded. No more indulgences. If we are to be important in Yaakoved, we cannot be seen as weak. Do you understand? Unable to stop her tears, He says, good. He says, resting his hand on her head, then running his fingers through her hair. Thank you. He left her, shutting the door. Like, you know what? I have to say this too. I love, I love that I mentioned the glowing room because I was curious about him having powers. I love Mm -hmm. that you just mentioned the soul of the mom, which which had been referenced. So that's Mm -hmm. another mystery. But but even another thing that I'm thinking of is that he's a monster. He's a and monster. So the, and so the light coming from under the door kind of reminds me of Frankenstein. 
and like the the creation of this of this thing that mm-hmm. that that could be you know unleashed i guess uh you know running rampant i know that the story of uh of the Frank- frankenstein's monster is, is a little different that way but but i was just thinking that you know when, when he's out there beating on an innocent woman yeah because because somebody made him angry and he he had to do it i'm not going to do it to you shalon so thank gosh that uh what's her name minerva what's yeah. her name minara minara thank gosh minara was there because if she wasn't i i i may have had to hurt you shalon well he's i think like, he's holy, doing it he's holding Jesus. shalon hostage he says I can't blame myself for that anger. Others create it when they disobey me. I would not want to have to punish anyone else because of you. So if you disobey me again, I beat right. someone else. I will never hurt so you, he's, but I'm so going to beat dis- everyone if you disobey me. He's holding her hostage so, w- w- pretty much. He's holding, but he, I think he's also demonstrating like, look what you made me do. Right. Exactly. Look what you made me do. Look what you made I'll me do. I'll never hurt you, you, but I'll hurt everyone around you. Yeah. Dude, it's really, it's, 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 twisted, unbelie- it's unbelievably monstrous behavior. It's yeah. just crazy. Now, do you want to cover this image that's next now or no, in the we'll next? No, we'll do that. We'll do that for the, ne- okay, the next part. Next yeah. chapter. Well, what What's a great chapter. What's your highlight chapter? for your uh, chapter here? I guess maybe Highlight the... for this chapter. Oh, I don't know, man. I guess the glowing room. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I mean the highlight, the highlight of her you know what? It has to be the not taking credit. Me, that's what I wrote too for my highlight. I love it that Shalon gave credit to her brothers. It's just so amazing. Yep. You know? Yeah, it really is. I have to say, it, it almost makes me feel, it almost, you know, almost makes me a little teary-eyed. Me too, man. It's really she, touching. It's, so, I, so few people would do that. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. And maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not seeing the good enough in people that maybe there would be a lot more people that would that would do that right but it seems that it it appears that it's rare right and it's um that could be wrong maybe there's more good than um than maybe we all acknowledge but uh, it's wonderful to see it in her right for sure even even if she is the thief mm-hmm. <laughs> even if she is lying to everyone well <laughs> well off. that's the thing right because yeah. when you when when i first met her i thought oh yeah you know this redhead and okay scholar and, da, 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 and okay mm-hmm. yeah 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 and then oh wait, you're on this crazy mission i'm like i felt bit so betrayed but yeah fasc- fascinated also like dimensions but- but yeah. it, it just changed my whole perspective on her. Yeah. And now I'm like, what is this girl? But here in the past, you, I mean, these are, again, it, these are wonderful little insights into oh, it's uh, fantastic. What, what's happened. It's awesome. But I also but want Witt, to, I love that haunting reminder from wit. Like, yeah. uh, you don't know what's, what's going on here. Right. Like, right. Yeah. The, um, uh, keep cutting those thorns strong one, make a path for the light. What he's well, that, and also the reminder yeah. about her father, like, right. You know, you've got it all wrong. Um, Halloran was wrong about it so much. Yeah. He was wrong about right. everything else. He was only right about one thing, which was she was strong enough, but he was wrong about right. all this other stuff. Yeah. I would mm. also like to highlight, um, we, we just, just mentioned it, but I also like to highlight the mm. metaphor that her father is like a coming high storm is just, it's so yeah, great. That's so we, good. The, yeah, the, yeah. the, 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 the groundwork has been laid for this one uh, book and a half of what a high storm is. We already know it instinctively just by saying that one sentence, 
what he yeah. means and he doesn't have to go he doesn't have to even talk, even talk about it as long as we've been talking about it right now no. he just has to use that one line and we instinctively know what she means right it's so great well and 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 you know what's crazy about it is that when when the door opens and this you know the high storm comes it doesn't really come what she witnesses when the door opens is she it had sees already the aftermath right. it had already happened to Minara right this you know what i mean it's yeah. like you're you're what Anyways, she's experiencing yeah. is the written's right is the uh Oh, the, the little bit of rain yeah. afterwards yeah yeah it's, it's awesome um so yeah let's talk about uh some info and some dumps and some info, info dumps. dump hey we're at the part of the show where we talk about stuff that we didn't talk about earlier we, we just, probably <laughs> covered it <laughs> we probably already covered it because um, we repeat ourselves so on yeah, the info dump of the, course. Um, so the dawn chant is a dead language uh, one that scholars have been trying to decipher for years uh, we have to remember that like i said before that dalinar speaks the dawn chant while in his vision so just a kind of a little refresher there um Mm -hmm. ardens gave bearden the name nohadon centuries ago because his name wasn't symmetrical enough and in judging symmetrical names the h sound can be replaced by uh uh, by any letter or uh, at least the h replaces any letter that you want it to so it's a a way of being able to use that as a way of being able to make some symmetrical names and i i thought about this and i wanted to try and come up with a, a bunch of names that had an h in it and to see uh-huh. if changing it to another letter actually makes it symmetrical. So I got a little bit of a list here that okay. um, I wanted to kind of go through. Um, sure. And we can just kind of like chat about it a little bit. So Nohadon, okay. N-O-H-A-D-O-N, um, kind of, yeah, because if we change the H to a D, to it's, a D. it's literally perfectly Perfect. symmetrical. So Nohadon is perfectly symmetrical with so, that H. No, no to Don. It would be no, no, no to Don. Yeah. No to Don, no Hadon. It sounds better. No Hadon, which is why you're able to take the letter and put it into an H. Another H name that we have is L O car, even though the H is sort of silent in his name, L O car. Um, right. If you change that H to another letter, it does not make it symmetrical. So it doesn't right. work in this sense. Right. Um, if you were to change um, the H in Shalon, doesn't really make it symmetrical either. But her name no. is symmetrical enough that it's close to divinity without being divine. Remember, we've talked about this before. Right. The A L L A. You could change the H to an N, and it's almost very symmetrical. But then her name because yeah. becomes Sanalon. <laughs> Sanal. Lon? Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good name. So, <laughs> And you'd have to pluralize it at the end. Yeah, Snollins. Snollins? Snollins, yeah. So yeah, that's a horrible name. Um, <laughs> um, I also thought of Vatha. Vatha actually has two H's. It's V-A-T-H-A-H. And mm-hmm. if you were to make um, the H at the end of his name a V, and the H right. in the middle of his name another T, it's perfectly symmetrical so vatha is very wow. symmetrical which is really really cool a super side character this mercenary guy yeah. but his name is very symmetrical which is really cool are you dropping a big hint no there? i'm just i'm just a... i'm just okay. noting what I, I i discovered okay um, that's interesting. the other h name that i found that we should probably should talk about is helleran her brother and right. helleran's quite symmetrical as well if you were to change that h into an n it would be Nelleran which isn't necessarily super symmetrical because the but it's, e it would be close end, to Shalon. It's, it's, it's like Shalon's close enough right. without being too divine or whatever. Perfect. 
Right. And then the last H name that I thought, and this tripped me the fuck out, um, was oh. Hoyd. Hoyd has an H, H in the front. H-O-I-D. I-D. And if you replace that H with a V, you get Void. Which tripped right. me the fuck right out when I saw that. I was like, right. oh shit. So yeah. That's crazy. It's cool, right? I don't know if it means anything, but it's really fucking cool. That is that is very, very cool. Yeah. That's so, a dude moment right there. That's a dude moment for sure. Yeah. Now hang on. Now is that is this a moment that that has not come up in the next two books? I know that's I shouldn't ask that question, but but I am asking that question. Like like <laughs> does does Hoyd and Void come up? I mean, I, I can't, rhythm. I can't answer that you can't, question. You can't really I can't answer, answer that question, yeah, but I just me. thought okay, it was quite trippy that Hoyd's name starts right. with an H and an H can be replaced by any letter. And when you look, it could be Boyd, it could be Moid, but there's particularly <laughs> a word that starts with a V that's very important to the story, which is void. So I just thought that was quite weird and funny. So. Um, yeah, 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 I like so, that a lot. Yeah, That's neat. really cool. That's pretty cool. That's last super, thing I have super here, cool. Yeah. Um, the last thing I have here on my list is Black Bane. It's the same leaf, leaf that Kaladin used. Uh, he had himself in the slave wagons mm-hmm. and that still mm-hmm. brought him uh, at the honor chasm. So we kind of already mentioned that, but it's just really neat to point out that um, this you know, story comes in cycles, right? We, we have this mm-hmm. thing, this innocuous leaf that now comes back into the story again. So mm-hmm. it's just really cool. It connects the characters. I like it a lot. So that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. So the last thing I want to do on the show before we uh, peace out is um, say thank you to new patrons. But I wanted mm-hmm. to do something a little different, and I think when we might start doing it now is I mm-hmm. listened to a podcast on uh, a YouTube called uh, Pick a Side. It's a basketball podcast, so uh, heads up to mm-hmm. uh, you know a shout out to the Pick a Side boys. And what they do is they read the entire list of their patron list. As wow. a way to be able to honor that's, people yeah, on the show. That's, so that's cool. I just thought it would be really cool to do. So our new patrons this week are Ilya Surden and Daniel Lee. But I like thought we should go through the list and just say hey to everybody. So hey, to, uh, uh, thanks to uh, Michael Kioski and Mies Gregory, Elvira, Denver Rose, David Clamage, Andrew S., Pac-Man in Idaho, Jason Stock, Ashlyn Lee, Anna P., Joseph Bruno, which is Buzzkill Joe, um, Pat Bevins, Thomas Kovar, Matthew Eaton, Cosette, William Brown, James Reed, Steph Bohm, Alex Trant, Joey William, Christopher Jack, Brandon R., uh, Brendan R., sorry, Brandon Comer, Jasper, what's up, Jasper? Silver Lumos. <laughs> Joshua Harris, Nisala, who I was just talking to on uh, um, on uh, Discord, she's gonna probably maybe start coming up with some uh, art designs for us. Ryan, Josh, Alexander, Janzi, Zach Helton, Wick, Joseph Mingoya. Actually, Joseph Mingoya is Buzzkill Joe. My mistake. Alex Defour. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Whedon, Werewolf Will. What's up, Werewolf Will? Werewolf. Uh, John M., Jake DeFeo, Robert Goebel, my mom, Sue Beauregard. What's up, mom? <laughs> <laughs> Ari Zoo, which we haven't heard from you in a long time, Ari Zoo, so come back on, to, on Discord if you can. My, uh, my good buddy, Bruce Rogers, Joel Hayes, who is uh, our, um, our buddy from uh, Colorado, Joel, um, John, Don Chalice, 
Christian Papino. Papino, no, no, no. Uh, your wife, Linda. <laughs> What's up, Linda? And hey, Linda. Um, our good buddy, one of our best friends, Craftmaster Mike. So thanks to everyone mm. who um, is on the Patreon team. We really appreciate everything that you guys do. Um, this yeah, literally, th- the show so does much. not exist without your help. So thank that's you very right. much for everything. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the show, everybody. If you want to join the Patreon team and be on this gigantic fucking list that I just read, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash heroes of there's a bunch of different tiers there you can uh, choose from uh, um we would just love it if you did uh, it would be such an honor to be part of it um uh, it would be, be such an honor for us to, if you were part of it um if you want to reach out to us you can do so at heroes of uh, at gmail.com you can reach us at twitter on twitter uh, at heroes of one and on uh instagram at the storm pod shit it's been like eight weeks since we've recorded and i'm getting rusty on my on my outro fuck me <laughs> it's been a while it's been a while <laughs> yeah so anyways uh thanks a lot everyone for, uh, for listening our next chapter will be one chapter um it'll be chapter mm. 49 watching the world transform so um we're dipping back into a one chapter episode again because it's a little bit longer but um we finally get our first date between the two lovebirds yeah let's do this <laughs> um but uh yeah, so, so excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so uh, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We love you very much. Until next time. Take care, everybody. The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the Heroes of Acathra. <laughs>